0: Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now today's session is going to be a way to try and make one of these bottom tier workouts a little bit more interesting. What we're going to do is we're going to do 30 minutes but we're going to alternate every three minutes between 18 strokes a minute and 20 strokes a minute. Okay so those 18 strokes a minute you're going to do at 2k plus 20 pace and the 20 strokes per minute you're going to do at 2k plus 18 pace because this is going to get you through what for some can be quite a kind of a dull, long drawn out workout if we just kept it at the 20 strokes a minute or the 18 strokes a minute. But the way to think about a workout like this is, to be honest, you tend to do the things that you enjoy, that you're good at, okay? So if you find a session like this is something that you're maybe not quite um, that kind of in love with as much as I am, there's a good chance it's just because you're not that familiar with it and you're not really kind of getting into the groove. And that's what this uh, work, kind of a workout does, is it gives you that chance to get into the groove and to be able to kind of work fluidly on your stroke and to kind of build all that fitness and stuff. And that's the real core of this, is to build that base, that core foundation fitness that allows you to do the faster stroke, the, the faster session. Sorry. Um, and to be able to go longer, faster. So if you've ever thought about starting off at your 2K and you're thinking, oh, this is great, I'm going really well, but then like five, 600 metres into it, you fade because you just don't have that fitness to keep you at that power. It's this session that gives you that fitness in order to get through that kind of a, a, a row. Okay? There's always a chance that you started off way too fast and you've completely blown your, 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 your... No matter what happens, you've gone too fast. But I'm not talking about that. I'm trying to sell my point here for the 30-minute for the kind of low-rate, long, slow kind of rules, okay? Anyway, right, enough of this. Let's get into our four-minute warm-up. Now, as always, we start off by setting up our machine. On the Concept 2, that means going to your drag factor first and making sure that's where you want it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, please do check out the video I have on this YouTube channel. I set mine to round about 120, if that's any indication. If you're not on a Concept 2, then just set the resistance or weight or whatever of your machine so you get a good old kind of feel from the stroke, but it doesn't feel like you're lugging a ton of bricks across the street, okay? Next up, go to your monitor and set it up heights heights. you're not having to look up and you're not having to look down and finally if you can set the foot straps the foot stretchers on your machine set them at a height that you're able to get to the front of the sh- front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing vertically without going flying straight past that position which is normally when you're set too low or struggling to get there which is normally when you're set too high okay right let's get into this four minute warm-up then so 18 strokes a minute um, and I want you just to start off with enough power that you can think about the connection between your feet and your hands, okay? So like a body weight squat, like you were just standing up. Here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. So I'm really down at like 2K plus 30 pace right now as I think about that connection between my feet and my hands. So I want to push with my feet at the same time that the handle connects to the flywheel and that's how you efficiently get power into the machine if I was to push too soon with my feet then my backside goes flying out behind me it's almost like my head gets left behind I have this little dip down and if I pull too soon with my hands then what happens is I just don't feel I can get that snap of my legs into the machine because i'm suddenly really kind of pulling from my upper body rather than letting that power come from my legs so you can start to increase the power maybe get close to 2k plus 20 pace and if you don't know what i mean by all this 2k plus nonsense you basically row a 2,000 meter time trial, divide your resulting time by four, and that gives you your average pace to cover 500 meters in a 2K time trial. And that results is your 2K training pace. So if you did a 2K in eight minutes, divide that by four, your 2K training pace would be two minutes. So when I say 2K plus 20, then you set your monitor to the current 500 meter time and you row it at 2 minutes 20 pace. Right, two more strokes. One more. Let's put one foot on the ground, continue rowing. Make sure to still put in a good old push with the leg that's still strapped in. Remember, this is a warm up. You might have dropped off maybe five, six seconds. That's okay. You've only got one leg strapped in, so no one's gonna accuse you of being weak. You've only got one leg. Okay, swap feet and try the next one. And take a look, just out of interest, to see if there's a dramatic change in pace between your one leg and the other sometimes it can be a balance issue sometimes it can be a muscle balance issue where maybe one leg is stronger than the other okay one more here and then let's put both legs in and just roll with your back and arms nice straight legs rock over your hips and then pull in your arms and rock back over your hips after you put your arms out again Hang on, (laughs) back, arms, arms, back, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully you can see me in the video doing it anyway. You don't need me to be talking about it. Okay, now let's roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and a forward lean and just press out with your legs. Don't have to go too powerful with the legs because what I want you to do is concentrate on holding a forward lean arms straight and good posture as you push out with your legs you can worry about power another time but this is about this position here okay all right then two more strokes one more Whoosh. all right so today's workout is going to be one of these bottom tier workouts that you don't really need to be overly warm to start anyway so just move up and down the rail Have a quick drink and I'll quickly describe one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay then, so today's row is a 30-minute bottom-tier workout. Now, it's a 30-minute workout, which means it would be rankable on the the Concept2 um, website. So if you want to set it as a 30-minute straight workout rather than using any kind of erg zone nonsense to kind of make it that you wouldn't be able to rank it, then please do. But because we're keeping on the lower end of the pace guide today, it might not be one of the highest ranked ones anyway, but maybe you've not got a ranked workout in there, so you might want to use this one. Because what we're going to do is we're going to break into three minute chunks. So we're going to start off at 18 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 20 pace. And then we're going to go to 20 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 18 pace. And we're just going to jump between those two all the way through this 30 minutes. And hopefully, it will just absolutely fly by. And you'll go, oh, that was 30 minutes done. And in the meantime, we'll have had a chance of working our technique and to build up our core base fitness at the same time. Perfect, isn't it? Anyway, right. No point me talking. We might as well just get straight into it. I can talk to you while we're rowing. Less talking, more rowing. More shaving. Date-wise, it's the 20th of October today, so I've got 11 or 12 more days of having this. Uh, until I can do my Halloween Wolverine look, and then I can shave it off. Anyway, I just said less talking, more rowing, and I didn't even start. Here we go then. So I'm going to start off at 18 strokes a minute, 2K plus 20 pace in 3, 2, one, go. Well, right, so 18 strokes a minute. It's a little bit awkward from a timing point of view, so just follow along with me, either on the video, you can see when I'm taking the strokes, so you can just copy me, or if you're listening to this in the podcast, just listen to the whoosh Just like that, of my flywheel. And that's how you know when I'm taking a stroke. It's much easier to row at 20 strokes a minute because that's just one stroke every three seconds. But all these kind of aids, whether it's a metronome, watching a video, counting down times, whatever, usually after about a minute's worth of rowing at that pace the rhythm and the groove should fall into place and for both of the strokes today same thing's really at play where it's about a good powerful drive and then a nice slowed down recovery in a two to one ratio where your drive is twice as fast as your recovery and that's the key really for this rhythm and flow thing that I'm always on about is that you still attack a good, powerful drive and then you use these low-rate sessions to give you the time to work on your recovery. Because you know, quite a lot of the time people focus on the drive phase of their stroke where actually it's the recovery that they could really do a working on in order to set up that drive phase better or speak better (laughs) that's a bad sentence okay three strokes then we're gonna go up to 20 strokes a minute one more okay here we go so just a tiny bit more of a push from your legs and that will give you a slightly faster drive phase of the stroke and then you want just a tiny little bit faster Recovery side, and that should get you up to 20 strokes a minute. But, like, we're already coming up for four minutes gone in this workout. It really is a fantastic mental trick taking sessions and breaking them up into small parts especially if something changes through those smaller parts. I mean, you can break a long, so like an hour long workout. You could just look at that as a series of five minute intervals, but if you don't do anything to change, every time you go into a new interval it ends up just feeling like it's still a long row whereas because we're changing stroke rate every three minutes today this should fly by so where was I? oh yeah, so the important Part of the stroke is obviously here as you drive, okay. I want to make sure your body is in the right position so that when you push your legs into the machine to get the power in there, the power gets in there, and you're not leaking power or fighting that power due to poor posture or poor technique but rather than thinking about what you're like here right at the front get yourself set up into it through the recovery and look at this it's another 3 minutes gone one more stroke And let's go back down to 18s. So just slow things down a bit. Ease off the pace by a couple of seconds. Get back down to 2K plus 20 pace. And really, this should be a good low heart rate workout for you. Should never get to a point where you're gonna feel pushed. You should feel by the end of it that you could do more, you could do another session. But the point is that a session like this prepares you for Either a tough session the next day or it's a regenerative row after a tough session the day before or in the way we're using it for the 10K plan as week eight, session two. It's part of the taper week where you continue to move you continue to put in some time and cover some meters but as you're preparing for an actual 10k row you want to make sure that you're working at a intensity that doesn't drain your system And again, going back to technique. That's where efficiency comes in. If you know the pace you're meant to be rowing at, if you can be rowing with an efficient technique, that means you can row at your pace without unduly tiring your body. And don't worry, after the next 30 seconds, I'm going to start actually talking technique instead of just talking about the importance of technique. Okay, so in four strokes, we're going to go back up to 20 strokes a minute again. One more. Here we go. Right. So, the position you want to be in at the front of the machine as you start the stroke is, like I said in the warm-up, forward lean, arms straight, and that lean is coming from a tilt over the hips rather than just crumpling in at the front. So you want a good posture too, up on your sit bones. But you'll notice that as I just said, up on your sit bones, I said it while I was recovering from the back of the stroke, because that's really where you set your position that will become what you're like at the front of the machine because what you want to do is after you've pulled in the handle you release it so that your arms are nice and straight and as your arms go out that's when your back tilts over your hips and you set that position of your sit bones so your posture is all in place by here so that even before you bend your knees to roll to the front of the machine you're already in the perfect position and that stops you doing anything weird on the return like going for this and suddenly going (laughs) which just doesn't work efficiently doesn't give you the flow from stroke to stroke all right four three two one back down to 18s And that flow is the key to rowing at these low rates. Is that everything continues to move. So you drive out from the front and as you finish, you instantly let the handle come away again and that handle coming away is what triggers that forward lean so your momentum's moving forwards so all you have to do is once your hands are straight and your body upper body has rocked forwards It's just a simple case of bending your knees to roll to the front of the machine again. This is all about just one fluid move that happens from your hands away, rock, knees. So it's not this robotic hands, body, knees. Although that might help at first to drill in the correct sequencing order. You want to get nice and fluid so that you're letting the momentum of your body carry you through the whole stroke or certainly the whole recovery of the stroke so you just then have to think about holding your posture holding that forward lean keeping your arms straight and then getting ready to explode out from the front of the machine and that's the point you really are wanting to push with those legs it's not a tickle it's a push but three two one back up to 20s You should really feel, even if it's only a tiny bit more of a push as you go from 18 to 20 strokes a minute, you should still feel that the change in speed is coming from that leg drive not coming from grabbing the handle early and pulling harder because the majority of the power comes from your legs and certainly the drive speed of your stroke comes from Legs, your back and arms are just here to finish the stroke. It's like your legs explode in all that power while you continue that forward lean and straight arms. But As your legs start to taper out their power, that's when, first off, halfway through the stroke, your back swings over your hips into the back lean, which the momentum of shifting that upper body mass, from forwards to backwards adds in power. So that starts to top up your legs as they fade. And then as your legs continue to fade, that's when you add in your arm pull to just get that last little bit of power into the machine. I say a little bit, but still finish strong with your hands. Okay, three strokes. One more. Back down to 18s. Now, there's a couple of reasons to finish strong with your arms. The first one is literally just to make sure that all that time you spent in the gym building up strong arms and things, use them to finally squeeze power into the machine. But use them at the back. Keep them straight. Straight, pull. Straight, pull. Okay? And that way, you don't end up fighting the power from your legs with your biceps which is what happens if you grab early suddenly you're taking all that force from your legs through your arms instead or just not able to get that force from your legs properly because your posture's collapsed and you don't have a good posterior chain So, that gives more power, but also, if you can finish strong, elbows through your sides, wrists flat, so maybe a slight flare out of your elbows in order to keep your wrists flat, but you think about, a strong finish squeezing your shoulder blades together what happens is the muscles and tendons in your arms and back want to bounce your arms forwards again even if only by a few inches That bounce is the momentum that you use to carry your arms forwards again. Alrighty then, three strokes. Two, one more. One, back up to 20s. Hopefully, what I promised at the start of today's intro about today's session flying by, it's happening for you. I'm certainly quite surprised that we've been rowing for over 21 minutes so far. And it is just a great mental trick. And as much as I love just doing a straight 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute, that half hour can sometimes feel like 45 minutes. Whereas I'd say today's half hour will feel like 15 minutes because of breaking it down into these little bite sized chunks but that's just brain trickery what it doesn't get rid of is the value of a session like this both between giving you that chance to work on your technique but really building your fitness filling up your bowl of energy making it bigger so you can last for longer it does make a difference rowing longer pieces, even if your goal is only something like a 1k or 2k row. Who's that? David Jaffray just messaged me. I wonder what he wanted. But even if you are training for sprint rows it's sessions like this that lets you hold that sprint pace for the full distance three two one back down to 18s for the last time And hopefully, I mean, I obviously I've not really glossed over technique today, but I'm really hoping you've spent this row to really think about the fluidity of the stroke. That you're never stopping at any point that everything should move from face to face and you should try and think about making sure your body position is correct. And really, as far as body position is concerned, you only have to be concerned oh, say concerned twice there. Just go in and edit that out. Only be worried about your position at the front as you take the drive. So forward lean, arms straight, tilted over your hips, up in your sit bones, sliding only forward enough for your shins to be vertical. And then hold that forward lean, straight arms as you push into the drive. And then your body will naturally want to finish backwards. So it's up to you to hold that forward lean just a little bit longer than you naturally would, and then pull in the handle. But make sure and finish with a good, powerful core, ready to rock back over your hips to get those arms out, forward lean, as you slide forwards again. That's really all you have to worry about. But there are triggers, or at least pointers, that things might be slipping. Two. One. Alrighty, last 20s. Here we go. Speed up by two seconds and by two strokes per minute. Now if you feel or hear the seat slide away before your hands connect the handle to the flywheel, that's the first sign that maybe you are overleaning into the front of the machine. If you find that you are staring at the ceiling as you row like this, then that likely means your posture at the front isn't good and you're leaning back too quick like before your legs connect if you come off with really sore biceps chances are you're grabbing too early grab and that's why we're doing this great upper body strength but how about using that at the back of the stroke let your legs start the the power and then finish with your arms. And the other thing is if you find your foot straps loosen off as you row, Because what that usually means is that instead of putting in a full leg drive, getting your legs down at the back of the stroke, and then letting your handle away and body momentum trigger your recovery, what you're likely doing is yanking on the foot straps at the back. And that is why people can't get comfortable rowing at low rates, to be honest. Wrote with my fluid suggestion. it's much easier, trust me. Two more strokes. Totally lost pace because of that (laughs) demonstration. But it is one of the most common and most destructive things for your stroke is coming back, then either stopping early by yanking on the straps or coming back and just tugging yourself forwards with the straps because the difference between finishing rock out forwards in terms of posture, rock posture, this is me ready to roll or yank on the foot straps, suddenly I'm leaning backwards, my knees are already bending, all the force of this lean is going through my lower back and somehow I have to get from this position that position so got to get from here somehow roll forwards and then lean forwards at the same time and not only is that likely to injure your lower back from all the force through there it's going to tire you out really quick okay because not only using these muscles i mean i can see that that muscle there is like jutting out because i'm pulling on the straps and like hey man i've got strong shin muscles nobody ever said that Uh, So yeah, so if I just go, huh, come forwards, can't see a sign of those shin shin muscles at all. So from an efficiency point of view, you're just using muscle power that you don't need to. And then that point here, as you're launching yourself forwards, uses so many core muscles you don't need to. Anyway, sorry, I've ranted. Let's get into a two-minute cool down. There's 18 strokes a minute in three, two, one, go. So you're cooling down, so just start... If you want to start at 2k plus 20 again and just ease off, you can. I'm going to be rowing at 2k plus 30, give myself a chance to glide into neutral. So I know today's was a bit of a rant and probably a, a rant that's worth putting into a video of its own rather than tagging it on the end here. But it's like I was saying to someone in a YouTube comment earlier today is that sometimes I get so carried away with talking about technique stuff that either I'll miss an important part or I'll have a huge rant about, I don't know, Ghostbusters or something at the end. Which, (laughs) the reason I said that is I just watched the latest um, trailer for the Ghostbusters Afterlife film. And man, I hope it's gonna be good. Trailer makes it look incredible, and when the music kicks in, like in a reversion of the the theme, I got like chills, big stupid grin on my face, and goosebumps. Just thinking, oh, and who doesn't love Paul Rudd? I mean, he's comic genius, or, or comic actor genius, whatever you want to say. Anyway, so yeah, Ghostbusters. Looking forward to that. See, I told you I get distracted at one point. So, as you come into this, the end of this cool down, make sure and take the time while I'm just saying goodbye to you to do some stretching or pack stuff up or judging the length of my outro, you can maybe cook a five course meal and <laughs> that's me done. No, actually, truth be told, I have to go back to work so I can't be. That long. Um, speaking of long, I keep on catching. Again, the mirror, it's just, I just hope that when I do shave it and try and look like Wolverine, I actually, it goes well because it's so itchy. Oh, I've forgotten how itchy it was having it. Anyway, talking of forgetting, I've completely forgotten what I said the hashtag was. So, whatever it was, please use, please use that. It says in your comments for the end. can't remember what it was. It's probably something to do with the posture and squashing your glutes or whatever, but I can't remember. My short term memory is as bad as a goldfish. My short term memory is as bad as a goldfish. <laughs> Do you know what? The attention span, they've done a uh, measurement, the attention span nowadays of a human is seven and a half seconds. The attention span of a goldfish is eight seconds. So now, goldfish turn to each other and go, Phew, You've got the attention span of a human. Really? It's all because we spend our whole time on at phones versus, I say we. I'm not putting everyone into this, but the population in, in general, there's a, the, the people that are skewed the results basically, are the ones that are like on the phone, to TV, to whatever, and they just can't hold concentration for any longer than like seven and a half seconds, apparently. And we think, I can hold my 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 uh, attention for, I can hold my attention for longer than seven and a half seconds most of the time, not the end of a row, but most of the time longer. So that means that there's people out there that can hold their attention for less than seven and a half seconds. So they're just like, oh, what? He, what uh, Anyway, so, right, I'm done. Um, thank you so much for joining me for what well, was a really simple, but hopefully you'll agree with me, time flew by, um, that that was a very simple half-hour row, but it just some boom, 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 boom and, we're, and we're done. And you're like, oh, crikey, I'm all sweaty, I've had a good workout. So it really is, especially if, you're, if you ever sit down in the machine and you think, I don't know what to do today, do that session, okay? That's the perfect session to just sit down and do, because it gives you a little bit of change up through stroke rates and pace, it breaks it down to three minute chunks, gives you a chance to work on your fitness, a chance to work on your technique, gives you a chance to kind of switch off and, and all that kind of stuff. You can just put on some music or whatever and just go through it. You're not pushing yourself in any way. I think quite a lot of the time when, when doing the kind of the top tier or even the mid tier stuff that's all about trying to hold that pace for a certain amount of time, that can actually be quite mental torture because you're trying, just what you're having to go through, the, the, the effort it takes to try and hold that pace can be really big. Um, and where something like this, it's, it should be a lot easier to just, it's almost like the tough part of rowing at these paces is, is not going any faster. Um, so you can just settle into it and not have to worry about that that mental um, fortitude or whatever that takes to push and keep up that pace. So it really is a great row to do. And plus if you come back, even if you're the type of person that doesn't really look, enjoy these lower rate rows, then something like this, just keep on coming back to it and it will click and eventually you'll go, Oh, now I get it. Now I know what this is for. You hit that zen moment. You just get through and you're like, crikey, that's a fantastic workout. I'm going to go and eat some chips. Although don't go and eat some chips. Have some chips, but not all the chips. That's been done, all right? So thank you so much for, for taking the time to roll this one with me. I've already said that, but I, um, And do look after yourselves. Make sure and leave me a comment somewhere, anywhere, smoke signals, whatever you want. Uh, let me know how you got on with this one because of course I only make these because I know that you folks are on the other side of the camera watching these and rowing along with me. So I need to know you're out there for me to continue making them, Really, that's really. That's the deal that we make with each other. So thank you so much. Look after yourselves. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye.